Let's get back to the action on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back in. Quarter number three of this edition of the Keystone Kickoff Show. Dustin Hawkinsmith, Jim Galante sitting in with me. Back in the Labatt Blue studio one more time here. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Bleed blue and white. Drink blue and light. Talking some Penn State basketball as we promised earlier. A lot of stuff to try to sort through. There's no better. We call him the voice of a generation at the Bryce Jordan Center. He's the, the voice of the pandemic as well. Jeff Brown joins us to talk about really uh, a bizarre week. And I think, you know, from a basketball standpoint, that was one of the more crushing weeks you could have expected. How walk me through, put put us through your shoes here and what the, the whole past week was like seeing these dominoes fall one at a time, ultimately leading to the cancellation of the NCAA basketball tournament. Well, as a fan, um, you know, I had already made plans to go to the Big Ten tournament and go to the, the big dance, at least the first round of it. And that evaporated pretty, pretty quickly. As an educator, I had already sent uh, students to do the play-by-play of the Big Ten tournament and then got the call from them um, that, that everything had been canceled and they were on their way home. So that was disappointing for them, disappointing uh, for the other group of students who were going to go to the NCAAs. Um, you know, so on a personal level, it's it's just been surreal. It's just one domino dropping after another. And here we are. Absolutely no sports. Everybody's debating on whether we should all just go in our houses and lock the door for a couple of weeks. It's It's been a very, very strange time for our country, to say the least. Jeff, how does this compare whenever you were a young boy going through the Spanish flu in 1918? How does this compare to that time? <laughs> well, you know, it was like we had more toilet paper back there. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think yeah, surreal to me um, sums it up. I think we've used that word a couple times, you know, to, to get to a place where there's no March. It's a different kind of March madness, I guess, is, is what we're going through now. It's gro- it's grocery store madness. It's all that. Yeah. But it's just it, been one week felt like about a year. It felt like about know, a year. Yeah. I'm in the minority here um, of, of people thinking that, yes, it's it's a bad thing. The virus is a bad thing. But. I just really, truly believe the media blew this so far out of proportion so fast and everybody to cover their particular ample behinds fell in line and just started canceling things left and right. And I think we have blown this thing way out of proportion. Do I think the virus is a bad thing? Yes. Do I worry about deaths? Yes. But I think... Everybody, not just the NCAAs, but everybody needed to take a couple of deep breaths and maybe wait a week or so and then decide what's going to happen from there. But instead, we just went nuts and everything went at once. And I really don't think as much had to happen as has happened. How about that? I started down the same road and, you know, you think about. I don't really use the term the media because I, I, I feel like it's not nuanced enough, but there, when you talk about um, panic, you know, fear and panic, that's what people consume the most. 
Oh yeah. Know, and, and, and people are consuming this stuff. So you're feeding into it. But as, as you've seen, you know, like the CDC just yesterday say no public gatherings, recommendation, no public gatherings of 50 or more for eight weeks. You know, I, I've, I've, I, I'm looking at it and saying, you know, I, I think, I think the, the fear that, that, to some extent has been fed as at least somewhat justified now. And, um, Oh, I, I, I do too. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's a serious thing. There's no doubt about it. And don't get me wrong about that. But like, could we have had a March madness show last night uh, and see who was going to be in the tournament and where and all that? How is that spreading any disease? It would have been a nice, nice little uh, respite from all the other news. Um, you know, as far as teams playing, no, you don't want anybody hurt. You don't want the virus to spread and, and somebody to, to really fall sick over it. But, you know, this, you know we're, we're pushing back the beginning of the Major League Baseball season. And, hell, the NFL's thinking about pushing back a couple of weeks in the fall. And, you know, I, I, I really wish people would just kind of take a breather for a second and just relax and see where we are and then move prudently from there. Maybe take a breather in your home for not, not even just a second. How about take a, take a breather in your home for seven to 14 days as best you can see. You know, I wouldn't mind that. I would much rather have the government say we are shutting everything down for two weeks and get it over with instead of all this panic and hysteria and false information and everything else. I, yeah, absolutely. Shut us down for two weeks. We are a people. The American people are a people we need to be protected from ourselves. And I'm speaking oh yes. I'm speaking from a, a just a big tribal sense here. We can't be recommended to do anything that is against <laughs> our, our impulse to have fun or whatever. You know, I think exactly. I think one thing that's been revealed uh, you know, over this past week, if it wasn't true and blue already, is that we ha- live in a society of, of selfish people. You know, we live in a society oh, yeah. where, where greed is so prevalent. And I think you've seen some of the worst of people who are hoarding and reselling crucial supplies and all that. That's just kind of the one of the disappointing things is that, you know, we can't be trusted to do the right thing when it's only recommend, recommended to us. And I think That's we're evolving what... to the point. And who knows? We're sitting here one hour. You're probably hearing this another hour. We... we it's evolving to the point where that's where all this is, is going. You know, I, I, I wish a few days ago that's that a mandate was, was handed down. Let's protect ourselves from ourselves and, and just and make us do the right thing because we're not going to choose that in a collective. No. We're not going to choose it for ourselves. No, I said to a friend the other day, thank God this isn't flesh eating beetles. Can you imagine what that would be? You know, if it was a really, really nasty virus that yeah. you know, would kill you on contact or something, would you, can you imagine how people would behave then? Yeah. I had to stop at a major retailer last night to get aloe vera because my son got a really bad sunburn and there was one can containing aloe vera because somebody figured out that you can make hand sanitizer from aloe vera. And so everybody cleaned that off the shelves in addition to the toilet paper and the paper towels and the eggs and the milk and the, you know, everything else. Just insane. It is. Well, Jeff, how about we talk a little bit about the basketball team itself? Let's do that. Let's do that. Now we all know that they finished kind of on a, a, a downswing there and I was looking forward to the Big Ten tournament, the NCAA tournament, as a way to redeem themselves. That was their Me opportunity too. for the comeback. With knowing that that's not going to be the case, what's the legacy of this year's team? 
I think the legacy of this year's team is that they turned it around, uh, that, you know, you go from a team that was 0-10 to start off the Big Ten last year and everybody clamoring for Pat's head to a team that was consistently drawing over 10,000 people in the Bryce Jordan Center that is allegedly a horrible place for basketball and nobody will ever come out to see, you know, the team in that kind of numbers. I think they proved a lot this year, and Pat proved a lot, and Sandy Barber proved a lot. As far as you don't just waste people, you know, if if you get a bunch of alumni screaming at you, if you believe in somebody, stick with them and see what they can do. So those are positives that we got from it. My heart breaks for Lamar Stevens because he should be the Penn State all-time leading scorer. But then again, he could have he had some down games at the end, and, and he could have wrapped it up before then. But instead of looking at the negatives and what might have been and everything else, we know for certain that they were in the, the middle part and, and could have been in the top part of the Big Ten this year. We know for certain they were in the Big Ten tournament. We know for certain they set all kinds of records this year. Um, to me, it's still a wonderful season, a season of tremendous accomplishments, and they serve notice on the Big Ten and the basketball world that they are a team to be reckoned with. Jeff, in your bracket, where did you have Penn State seated in the NCAA tournament? He had him as a one seed. <laughs> not all one seed, the one seed. But then when I but then when I take my blue and white glasses off, I had them differently. But yeah, yeah they were in the one seed. No, I had them at a six. As as things stood, and and it would, it would have been interesting, you know, the the Big Ten tournament and uh, how that might have impacted things from their standpoint, and mm-hmm. you know, for Lamar Stevens to end his career seven points shy of a school record, um, I understand. You know, the the one of the symptoms of Penn State's struggles down the stretch was that he put too much on himself and overexerted himself, I'm sure, and was trying to do too much on tired legs and all that. So I don't really not that I give him a pass for not playing great down the stretch, but you understand where he was and where he was coming from and you know, to not get that opportunity. He was on Scott Van Pelt last night. I didn't get a chance to see what he had to say, but I'm sure I can anticipate just uh the disappointment for him as well. Oh, absolutely. But you know what? Every senior day from here on out, when his name is announced, if we're lucky enough to have him come back, there's going to be thunderous ovation, just like there is for Taylor Battle, because he was truly one of the great all-time Penn State basketball players. And you know, while this won't fade because it was such a phenomenon how it happened, um, the the memories of that at the ending of the season and that is going to fade, and all we're going to remember is Lamar Stevens time and time again putting this team on his back and willing them. And you can go back this year and look at numerous games where he just willed them to win. And that's what we'll remember. Jeff, where do you rank him on all-time Penn State basketball players? Is he number one? He's the best. Absolutely. And He's I think- the best. I mean, Taylor Battle's great, and Taylor may be 1A as far as that goes, but to me, Taylor was a shooter and a ball handler, and, and I absolutely take absolutely nothing away from him. But man, Lamar was a you know, defender, and and even when he was struggling at the end of the season, he was making phenomenal defensive plays at the other end. And I I just truly think for what he did on the floor, 
And then you take what he did off the floor, not only with the community and the public service, but coming back for that senior season and saying, we're going to do it and then making it happen. Yeah, he's the all-time best. And and you do think about that. And that's part of the whole heartbreak discussion here when it comes to uh, Lamar Stevens. But he came back and you, you look at maybe the idea here of his coming back, not only leading them to the season that they had this year, and you could have anticipated where that was going, but also the potential to have a transformative effect into the future of this mm-hmm. Penn State basketball program, you know, to, to give that one additional year of stabilization, of moving them forward, and now there's a chance to regroup around a new group of guys and see where it goes uh, next year. And season ends too, too early, uh, cut short. Sports don't matter in the grand scheme of things, but I'm sure this one stings in a lot of ways. We're not done talking Penn State basketball. We're going to take a quick break. Talk about Lamar Stevens' legacy coming up after this. This is where the temperatures are unkind. This is where water freezes in the blink of an eye. This is where the wind bites harder than a mid-ice cross check. This is where the beer is always on ice. This is Labatt Hockey, played the way Mother Nature intended. Labatt Blue is proud to support pond hockey and all the hardy souls that like to play it cool. This is Labatt Hockey. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Life gets complicated, and it only gets more complicated when things change, which is why AAA insurance agents take the time to talk with you so that they can help you choose the best auto and home coverage. Don't put off getting protected. Let AAA help cover what you care about. Insurance that's not just insurance. Talk to your local AAA insurance agent or visit AAA.com to learn more about AAA. The sports world has been put on hold, including the blue-white spring game. This is as disappointing at GoPSURV.com as it is to all of you. If you made GoPSURV reservations for the spring game, contact Mark at 800-519-8467. And for those who've entered the free RV raffle through the KSN app, GoPSURV has announced that they will offer an RV for their first regular season game. If you've already entered, your entry will go towards that raffle. We look forward to seeing you in the fall.